a topic you wanted to talk about? I don't know. I totes forgot, <laughs> B. Hold on, I totally forgot. Uh, yeah, steampunk, pretty much the worst thing at any con. <laughs> we had much discussion about it when we were at WonderCon. Yeah, just add goggles to an otherwise somewhat <laughs> decent cosplay. And there's always these guys that don't quite get it. Like, they're kind of doing, like, a goth thing, but it's just with, yeah. like, some 18th century stuff. Like a Lolita like... type of shit? Mm, yeah, there's that, but I feel like that's part of it. But you get like these dudes that wear like those neo boots, but then they uh, just got like some vest and a top hat. <laughs> yeah, I do not get the attraction of that shit. I've got friends that are into it, but it's just, it's just not my thing at all. No, do they just like pretending like they're from the 17th century? Is that the the or? whatever it comes from like jules verne <laughs> oh right yeah right 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 yeah so everything has cogs and like yeah and, it's like yeah, a, a type tanks. of sci-fi but instead of basing it on now you base it on like 18th century bullshit <laughs> i remember the best part of our conversation at wondercon was uh just like, what's the most outlandish, unexpected steampunk? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> we I think said the winners. Yeah, I think the winners. Steampunk Al. Yeah. Steampunk uh, Stephen Hawking. Yeah. <laughs> steampunk. Uh... God, oh, I don't know, man. Steampunk Alf was the one that really set us over the edge. We were laughing our asses <laughs> off. Yeah. I mean, of course, we said like steampunk Doctor Who. Now that one's like that. so that lends itself Which I'm sure, easily. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I'm sure somebody's doing it every year. It's it's lame, man. I mean, my friend calls it a uh, Comic Con AIDS. Right. Yeah. Right, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just so weird that it's so popular and it kind of came out of nowhere. And it, I don't know. It's just. It's just not cool, basically. It's just not a yeah. cool cosplay. Like, what show in recent years, what brought it back? Was there a comic or a series or something that really brought it back? Or uh, Were people there, at cons just like, what can I do differently this year? So my, my <laughs> steampunk friends, they say that I don't think there's ever really been a steampunk movie. What about anime? Like, there was Steam Boy. like Steam Boy, yeah. Which I actually saw with Yukiko in Japan. Yeah. Uh, that was like the first You're movie. You're names nobody knows. <laughs> I don't care at this point. I really don't care. Okay. The Japanese girl we know. Yeah. And the first first time we met her, like in 2004. When Israel was like, oh, Steam I know. Boy. And then we saw with Steam, we saw Steam Boy with her. And okay. We couldn't speak any fucking Japanese at the time. Well, Israel could speak some. I couldn't speak any. Yeah. Didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> and, yeah. but Now, in all fairness, Steam Boy is a pretty decent movie as far as steampunk goes. I don't know. I, I, I remember not loving it. I wasn't in yeah. love with it. But I didn't understand yeah, I didn't it either it. at the time. But out of anything steampunk, that's probably the most tolerable. <laughs> what about Wild Wild West? 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's, that's fucking steampunk. That's steampunk. It bro. is. Yeah, you're right. It is. It totally is. Yeah. You know what and else is steampunk, terrible. though? You know what's technically steampunk? What? That fucking um, Bioshock game. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like old timey shit, cranks and gears. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> Goggles. Coat steampunk. steampunk. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Art Deco as well, right? There's a lot of that in Bioshock. You know, yeah, there is. There is. A lot yeah. of Art Deco. So it's kind of like turn of the century. Which is still close. Yes. I mean, it's yes. like late to 1800s. Isn't, isn't Art Deco and Art Nouveau so weird? It's like, we're going to stop right here, in what, in the 30s or 40s. And we're just going to call everything after this Art Nouveau. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's well, how it goes, do. right? It's always like postmodern, modern. There's always, there's always the thing, and then what came right after it. Modern, like modern came out after Art Nouveau. Is that how it worked? I don't know technically when modern actually happened. I think it's another turn of the century thing. Okay. Like, could be nineteen teens, could be nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties. And we're like even past postmodern at this point, right? I don't know what the fuck we're in, to be honest. <laughs> we're you know what, we're technically millennials maybe? We're like the first year. Yeah. We're yeah, it's ridiculous. They've made a new term for us in our thirties. Oh yeah, millennial yeah, that's been a thing forever. Like I I grew up thinking I was generation Y. No, yeah, no, we're millennials. It's so fucking we're, weird, dude. If you're born in, like, yeah, 80s, pretty much, you're a millennial. <laughs> Unbelievable. And we're lazy and narcissistic, and, you know. <laughs> that all came about from, like, people tweeting and, what do yeah. you call it, selfies and shit. Yeah, sure. Like, don't you think that, like, if they had that fucking technology in everybody of back in the day? Of course. Of course. No, look at, you look back, every generation was called, like, a lazy scumbag layabout. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. It's just our turn, you know? It's our turn to be jackasses. Yeah, and we're going to say it about the next group. I mean, yeah. I like, my parents' like... generation were, like, the me-me generation. It was, like... You know, that was the term they were, that was the like slogan, whatever insult they were given. It was like, it's all about them. Me, me, huh? Yeah, it's me, me, me. What can I, what can you give me? Blah, blah, blah. That sounds exactly yeah. the same as the fucking. It is. It's always the same. On us. Yeah, it's always the same. That's okay. History repeats itself, Bush. <laughs> I heard it was. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to say the same thing about this next group of kids. I'm already saying it. <laughs> They're like creepy robots. I think they have no emotion. You think so? <laughs> Little kids nowadays. They scare the shit out of me. They're growing up with way too much, too much technology, probably. Yeah. Yeah, they're cyborgs. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what, is that? What, do you, what do you mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, I'm just, just, I'm just saying. They seem to have... Problems processing emotions or expressing emotions. It's just a generation of Aspergers. They all have dead eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it scares me. They're like children what a, of the corn. That's a fucking blanket statement. 
Of course, that's what I do. All young people have dead eyes. Bush, have we met? You know, all I do is make blanket statements. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I talk about something? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Johnson. Okay, so like, you know, when I'm working, I like to put on music. Sometimes yeah. metal music is really good because it just keeps you focused and it's like it's up tempo. There's, you know, keeps you, keeps your mind occupied. Yes, I know Johnson. So there's one band I really like, As I Lay Dying. Uh huh. And do you know about the frontman? No. He was arrested for trying to solicit a hitman to kill his wife. That is fucking he, insane. Yeah, this happened a few years ago. I think he got off on bail or something. I don't know exactly. But I like the dude. He's a good singer. There's a lot of singers I don't like the voice. I like the band, but the voice I just hate. He's yeah. got a good voice. He looks the part. They're a cool band. They might be a Christian band. I don't know, but I don't, I don't care because they're, they're metal as shit. Yeah. But the only thing that bothers me, like... I'm glad his wife's alive. I'm glad she wasn't killed. She's probably a very nice lady. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, trying to kill your wife, that that could be a little bit metal, right? But um, <laughs> hiring someone to kill your wife is totally not metal. <laughs> you should do your own dirty work. You know Don't what, Johnson, hit, man. I find myself in, agree <laughs> in agree agreement with you. <laughs> so to all you metalheads out there, do your own dirty work. Do your own killing. Yeah, don't hire it out. Come on. Also, you <laughs> could just get divorced. So, divorce so exists. For you, for you, he's lost his cred, not because of the, <laughs> not because he tried to kill someone, but because he didn't do it himself. Exactly. That is kind of fucked up. Like, how the fuck would you even begin to do some shit like that? Uh, that yeah, that's how he got her. Actually, that's how he got arrested. He was looking for people online. He met up with a dude, and that dude happened to be an undercover cop, and he got caught. He like came. He came to the meeting with an envelope full of money. He's like, "This is the down payment." <laughs> this is like some Fargo shit. Well, Fargo, he wanted to just kidnap, huh? Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's like mayhem. Was it mayhem that yeah, that bunch of guys killed? Yeah, they did their own dirty work. Yeah, they put uh, uh, little pieces of their bandmate's skull and necklaces around their neck. Yeah, because one guy killed himself and he walked in on it. Yeah. And, they and came to the logical it. conclusion that we all would, like, hey, I'm going to make a stew out of this brain matter. <laughs> <laughs> and they wore the, wore the necklace, dude. Yeah. And then the other guy stabbed him because he got all sorts of metal cred for doing that. Or something, <laughs> something, some jealousy over... <laughs> who was the most metal? <laughs> was it really over who who was more metal than the other guy? I think I remember he reading that. I think that was the case because, like, the other guy, he post you know on all these like threads and shit. He like posted photos of like him making the stew out of his friend's brains. <laughs> if I, think, I don't even I know think I how that. much of it is true, yeah, there was some... all be bullshit. Yeah, I saw some documentary on that. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. Um, if you're going to kill your wife, first of all, maybe consider divorce. Yeah. And second, do your own dirty work. <laughs> what would be so bad that he'd want to kill her? I mean, how bad maybe would it be? Maybe she was going to get all this shit. I don't know. Maybe, I'm divorce. sure like some 
I'm sure it was like maybe like custody of the kids was an issue or something. Is this a if recent there were thing? Kids. It happened a couple of years ago. I don't know how long ago, but uh, this is just on your mind today. Yeah, no, just because it came up on my playlist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like this guy isn't metal anymore. Yeah, it's like you know, kill her yourself. Come on. <laughs> if you're that committed <laughs> I feel like anything I say in this conversation Is gonna be like Blackmail <laughs> Exactly <laughs> I was not expecting that Johnson I really yeah. wasn't Well it's just something that's kind of bothering me <laughs> <laughs> He's just not metal anymore so you turn on some mayhem instead. Yeah, right, right. No, I mean mayhem is pretty much unlistenable. It's yeah, it's <laughs> you're right about that. It's rough, dude. I want to like, you know, I want to like all that black metal stuff, but it's just like it's, it's just like moaning and like screeching and <laughs> you got to if if you do listen to it, you just got to be like in a super specific mood. Yeah. You got to be like yeah. in that exact mood for that shit. Right, right. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same. I, I can't listen to that shit most of the time. <laughs> like one of my friends mm. from high school, he said it best. I like angry shit. I don't like evil shit. Yeah, yeah. Angry metal is usually better than the evil stuff. I just like shit that's cool. <laughs> like, I like Immortal. Do you ever you listen to Crunchy Immortal? Riffs? Huh? <laughs> Immortal. Uh, yeah, I can't really place them at the moment, but I I know I've heard them before. They're they're, like the they're pretty awesome. Yeah, they're a three they're piece, older. and they're just fucking. They're way good, man. Yeah, yeah. I think they're Norwegian. They're they're evil, but they're good. Yeah. yeah there's nothing wrong with being evil. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is like metal dudes seem like the most chill relaxed dudes there are like when they interview them yeah yeah they're like they get all that yeah they get all that anger out on stage and then they're just like cool bros that's true <laughs> except for some of the those norwegian black metal dudes they're pretty like into the into the whole geist <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just too much. I can't I can't deal with that shit. Yeah. yeah. Swedish is angry, so I can usually listen to that stuff. Yeah. Like what was that interview with the guy from Gorgoroff and they asked him what is your music about and he was like blood and satan. No, he didn't even say blood. He just oh, said, what was it? he just like they said what's your <laughs> they said what's your musical what's your main musical influence? And he like literally takes a few beats. He's like Satan. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was it. That was it. <laughs> Elegant answer. I mean, yeah. I mean, what would you expect from them? You know, those guys are like not fucking around. They burn. They literally burn churches. Yeah, right. They yeah. have like arson uh, on charges, the record. Right? Yeah. yeah, arson charges. Yeah. <laughs> That's that shit's crazy, dude. They they're like banned from Poland, I think. 
Oh, really? Because <laughs> they burned a few churches there. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty Catholic country. Yeah. Some of the um, some of the church burnings in fucking Norway, I believe, or maybe even Finland, they were especially stupid because some of those churches were old pagan temples that were converted oh, really? to Christianity. And that's mm. something that those guys are all about. It's part of their, like, right-wing nation, nationality, nationalism. It's oh, going, ba stuff? going back to, like, the Norse gods. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> and not Christianity. But the thing is, they kind of... They were stupid because they fucking burned on a pagan temple. Oh, uh, man. I mean, you know, bad. it's a church now, but they, they should have just tried to deconvert it. For is that one of those really cool, like, old wooden... Norse architecture, you know what I'm talking about? They have like the dragons and shit. Oh, carved out of wood, of, like a vi Viking type of thing. Yeah, I forgot the name of that style. I like that shit. Yeah, they're the most badass style. people in Europe, probably. Probably. Coolest religion. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Norse pagan mythology. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty dope. Yeah, it is. Lends itself to metal. Yeah, it does. Quite well. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it totally does. Yeah. A monomarth and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else was on the agenda? Let's look at it. Hold on. This is a riveting broadcasting right here. Hey, we got some good shit. Don't worry, Johnson. <laughs> you got any video game hidden gems? Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, there were always games that I love that I feel like nobody ever really played or I never heard anyone else talking about. What games are these, bro? Uh, well, one I have on the emulator that I play sometimes ranger x on sega genesis oh you show me that one that one is awesome dude that one is so cool yeah. and it supposedly like pushed the color palette limit of the sega genesis really so yeah so it's a beautiful game it's gorgeous like the design is amazing it's a game begging to be remade yeah on, you know next gen platform uh it's like you are this mech and you have this, you have these other helper mechs. One is like a unicycle kind of thing, and you can like combine with it and change your weapons. It also shoots and helps you. You can fly in the game. So you fly around the map. You have these targets. You always have like 10 targets. You destroy them on the map, and then there's a boss. And this game also had some really early 3D elements. They kind of, it's kind of like, I, they must have faked it somehow, but it, they did it really well because it's like 2D. What's the company that made it? Uh, I don't know the name. It went out. It's one of those that like they made, like made this game and like one other, and then they just totally burnt out. Uh, so the name it's not a popular name, but it's super cool, man. Some amazing boss fights. Some really cool weapons and upgrading like you could tell this was like somebody's baby like yeah you showed me that awesome. last year and i was i was pretty impressed by it 
Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty, dope game. Pretty awesome. And I've never met anyone else that played it. I did not play it as a kid. Yeah. You just found it at, like, Toys R Us back in the day, or? Yeah, back in the day. Well, you know, it's got a big-ass robot on the front <laughs> and fire behind like, it, so I'm of course good, I was going to buy I'm it. I'm good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what, that, back in the day, like, that's what made you buy a game. You just looked at yeah. the cover and was like, all right, that's pretty badass. <laughs> you get my, burned a lot. <laughs> my hidden gem, uh... What did I play that was like no one else played? It was a kind of a bunch of shit probably, but 16-bit era? Uh, man, nothing is really coming to mind. I played all the popular one you shit. Showed me. Uh, the one you showed me that was like you were the little guy and you were like a an ink dropper or ink oh well, well you know what i didn't play that when i was a kid but that suit they hawked mm. means sucking blow boy <laughs> i love that game man yeah that I was played, pretty interesting play like several times i love the games with like the which crazy concepts from the beginning like i loved katamari damashi yeah because it's right. so insane I, even i mean just like, we've played a thousand shooters, a thousand adventure games, or whatever, but then you play a game like that where you're kind of rolling a ball around. It's a big snowball effect. That's the whole game. That was that was great. That wasn't that should have been a hidden gem, but it got really popular. Yeah. That would have been one. And then uh Yeah. Oh, you know what? There was a there were the, the Turrican games, Mega Turrican and Super Turrican. Oh, that was the side-scrolling, you were like the mecha dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are probably my yeah. hidden gems. I played those a lot, and those I really loved those because the, the upgrades were good. Yeah, those are always pretty difficult. They they were, but I got super into them for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that was kind of the, the norm back then. Uh, like, half the games were just impossible without Game Genie. <laughs> yeah, it's like they were ba they were daring you to complete them, right? Yeah, basically, right? Yeah, so like uh did I another one from Genesis? I mean, it had like really cool music and really cool weapons. Uh I think maybe we played it Thunder Force 4. Uh maybe. It has like it's 16-bit, but it has, like, some awesome, like, metal music almost. Oh, I remember that vaguely now. I didn't play it when I was a kid, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. But that game is, like, after about, like, the fifth, sixth level, it's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. Like, the bosses are just... Why would you want a game that nobody's going to want to finish? I don't know, you know? Yeah, I don't know. And people complain that today games are too easy, but then again, games today are more like movies almost. Like yeah, you're just playing you know. through an experience. But I mean, I I I die in a lot of the games I play though. Sure, sure. But they're not like but impossible like those old games. Right, right. There's never a part. I've I've never like I haven't thrown my controller against the wall like I did <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. Because <laughs> there were some games that were just utterly impossible. Yeah. What about later gen? Any hidden gems? Let's see. Um, 
I liked Jumping Flash for what PS One. Jumping Flash. This this came out maybe like release day or around that time, and it had one sequel, Jumping Flash Two. So it must have been somewhat popular, I guess. But it it was crazy because it was like you played like this robotic bunny that could jump like a like a thousands of feet in the air. And then you're supposed to, like, I guess get shit while you came down? Like, mm. guide the way down? Yeah. And I, I think that was it. And I really loved that one. Uh, this was a 3D game? It was 3D. Totally 3D. Yeah. It was PS1. Yeah. And um, for Saturn, there were a lot for Saturn, actually. But I liked... Uh, I like Bug. There was some. There was actually a few of those, but Bug was like a, like an action platformer. Bug. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was just called Bug with an exclamation point. Huh. And Are you a bug? <laughs> yeah, you're a bug. Yeah. It's like a sort of kind of cutesy, but it's an it's an action platformer. It kind of reminded me of Mario at the time, which is why I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Mario sixty four. Uh, it was 3D, but on a track. Oh, okay. So it was it was more like old school in a way, but it was it was good at the time. I I, I would like to play it again. It's just the, the emulators and that isn't so great on my computer. Oh right, right. But uh, oh man, so there's this one hidden gem that I found through emulating. I never had a Turbo Graphics like most people, right? Turbo Graphics. That was you. Don't, you don't even know the system, right? Turbo Graphics was yeah. a system. Oh. Most people didn't have one in America. It didn't sell worth a damn. But yeah. it was like Genesis didn't sell worth a fuck in Japan. Yeah. They the the Turbo Graphics was actually the the alternate system to Super Nintendo. Okay. This is a purely Japanese thing. Yes, but it did release in Amer in America. It was okay. called it was called PC Engine in Japan. And it was called Turbo Graphics 16 in in America. There was actually one of the guys at my Japanese groups that talked about buying one. Hmm. He actually had one. It it was, I think Bomberman might have debuted on Turbo Graphics. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you ever hmm. play Bonk, the Caveman no. Boy? Oh, I think I remember seeing that, but that's that it. was like their mascot. That was like their Mario or Sonic. Hmm. But there was this hidden gem on there called, uh, it's a Japanese game called Photo Photograph Boy. Photograph Boy? Okay. <laughs> Are you and, taking like upskirt photos or something? Uh, there is some of that in there actually, but it's like <laughs> your character's on a track and you're, you're taking pictures of all this like crazy shit happening in the background and... It's insanely difficult because you have to dodge like all kinds of obstacles while taking the picture and you don't control the character moving like the character just moves. You're controlling okay. where you're taking the picture. Okay. So the background so you dodge moving, things. You're moving, huh? How do you dodge things? You can jump. Oh, okay. You control okay. the jump and you can control the speed at which you walk, but you can't control you can't just stop walking. Okay. And I got kind of addicted to this game because it was just so weird. Like, I like the weird ones. 
Sure, sure. And uh, this game, the second level is insanely racist. <laughs> like it's like Japanese people in the late '80s, maybe early '90s, trying yeah. to trying to draw like Harlem. Oh, oh no! <laughs> and oh my God, it is like some imagine. fucking like it's and almost blackface. As, it's almost as bad as blackface, like kind of like the big lips thing, and like there's there's like knives being thrown around on the stage, and like. <laughs> And it's like it's like the most dangerous. It's like it's like a Japanese person that can't speak English has, but has seen, maybe saw like a few like you know, urban dramas or whatever the fuck you call them, right? Those movies and made a level out of it. And it's I feel bad because the game is actually fun. Yeah, but that but but there's that and there's like one other level I think where. It's just, dude, it's just straight up racist, dude. Way oh, racist. Sure. You know, Japanese, they're, um... <laughs> they're, uh... I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's, I mean, I think it's better now. Like, even, sure. in, like, in Japan. Like, but back then... Yeah. I feel like... 20 years ago, or, well, I guess, what, 30 now. Like, that's just... They just weren't that educated on that kind of shit. Sure. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think some things, they're just not even really aware that they're being racist. No, they're not. They just don't have... Well, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. They don't have political correctness over there. Right, right. They, not like over they here. They do. The politicians yeah. do because they're probably trained on it. But like people like you and me in America, we're we're... We know what that is, being politically correct. Even though we might not be politically correct, we know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Right? But they, they yeah. Japanese people and Koreans, they ha- have no yeah. idea. Oh, yeah. So sometimes, so sometimes they're like kind of casually racist or they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just saying some shit that, yeah, I guess you could say casually. Sure, yeah. That's how it is in Korea, right? Oh, totally, yeah. Have you, have you experienced <laughs> any of that yourself, like any racism towards you? Uh, no, not really towards me, no. I have, I have some slight stuff in Japan. Slight. Yeah. Like, there was this one time, I was on the train with my girlfriend at the time, and Mm -hmm. she had, this was winter time, and she had, she was wearing the face mask because she was sick. Okay. Wearing the face mask, the the surgical mask. So we couldn't have been, like, kissing or anything on the train. No public display of affection or any shit like that. Yeah. Uh, I think we were just like maybe holding hands. And this old Japanese dude, and I can understand some Japanese at this point. He mm-hmm. said, get off the fucking train right now. Basically in Japanese. Whoa. Yeah. He goes, Ori he drunk? Mai. Yeah. He, he, he might have been drunk. I don't know. It, was, it, wasn't, mm-hmm. not, it wasn't late at, the, at night though. It was middle of the day. The Jeez. whole fucking train got completely silent. Yeah. Like, everybody was just kind of talking normally, and then he said that, and I was totally shocked. And I, Wow. And we, we got off and went to the, another car on the same train. We, you know, we didn't get off totally yeah. off the train. Sure, sure. But uh, there was that, and then there was one that was more casual. That dude, that old dude was straight up racist, though, but... Sure. This... 
other time it was just we were walking out of like a Yoshinoya type place. Mm-hmm. And it was me and two other teachers, white dudes. And they were, uh, and this was even later, so I understood even more Japanese. And the woman said, uh, you guys all look the same, huh? <laughs> like that. Like just, and we didn't look anything fucking alike. Right, right, We were right. just three <laughs> random white dudes. And see, and the thing is, like, in her mind, she might actually think, oh, that's just like a funny anecdote. Yeah. She probably doesn't realize, like, how, <laughs> how racist that could be. They have no, they just, most people have no fucking clue. And yeah. it's that was really hard for me to get used to at first in Japan because I wasn't even you know I w- wasn't used to like even like casual racism. But it's kind of a good life lesson I think actually if you're if you're white in America like you should definitely experience being a a minority and an extreme minority like you are in Japan. Sure. Yeah. And, I don't know. You know, I've ne- honestly never really heard anything that offended me. <laughs> that those two instances that are the ones that come to mind. Other than that, I just got looks, but that's just because I'm the only white guy in the room. Sure. In those areas, but uh, there's, I mean, it's just small stuff here and there. Really, it's just I don't know. It, it, it people will like look at you sometimes as soon as you walk into a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I, I actually had that happen a little bit, but. Uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, definitely not enough to keep me co- from coming to the country or disliking Japan. Sure, sure. It just it just happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I never felt like I. You know, there's not really like a really damaging word towards white people. It's like cracker hockey. I just think those are funny. Those don't offend me. <laughs> no, I mean nothing is as bad as the other slurs that are out there, but sure. uh, it's like it's like Louis C.K. said that like you if you don't let me get the wording right before I say this, <laughs> it, and I do agree with it. It's like he said, white people aren't better, but being white is obviously better. Right. Yeah. Like if if you mm-hmm. it, and basically, like if you don't recognize white privilege, you're kind of an asshole. Sure. You know what I mean? I wish I had more of it, but yeah. <laughs> you don't have it in Korea. Huh? You don't have it in Korea. No, well, you do. You kind of do. But no, no, I'm just making a terrible joke. I just wish if I'm going to be blamed for white privilege, I wish I could just have the extremes of it. <laughs> just be like some rich fucking little piece of shit. Yeah, I would, I would love that. <laughs> more privilege, please. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm already being blamed for it, so... (laughs) (laughs) Might as well get the most out of it, right? Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, being white's pretty dope. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good deal right here. (laughs) It's pretty, pretty dope. Pretty dope. Oh, my God. Don't mind it. Sorry. Um, no, no, no! Don't be sorry. That's just. It's just. Yeah, it's just like if you. I, it's you're disagreeing. Like if it's if you don't. If you don't. Yeah. There's white privilege. You're. You're kind of being. You're kind of lying to yourself. Yeah. That's why I'm not really offended by anything. I'm just kind of like. 
Yeah. All right. There's a there's a mm-hmm. Japanese slur. There's a slur in Japanese for white people that means like hairy foreigner. Oh sure. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's ketol, and uh, okay. you know we are pretty far, pretty hairy compared to them, especially. Yeah, but you know what's yeah. funny? Like a lot of younger people have never even heard of it. Really? Yeah. If I said yeah. it around older people, they would know. They'd know. Sure. It seems like an antiquated <laughs> thing. Like in recent sure. years, there's no slur for white people. I guess. Yeah. They yeah, just yeah. say gaijin or maybe baka gaijin, which means stupid foreigner. Stupid foreigner. Yeah. yeah. And like that's basically it. But yeah. uh, that's the other thing with like the they're not like with like absolutely no political correctness in their mind. Mm-hmm. They call like everybody gaijin, like everybody's far- a foreigner, which is right, fine. Right, right. It's fine in Japan, but there's like some cases where, like the Olympians were in China, right? They were in China mm-hmm. that year, and they were saying gaijin, like, "Oh, it's cool to meet all these gaijin," and it's like, "You're gaijin here. You're Japanese oh, right. yeah. in China. You're the foreigner, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you know what they mean? They mean non-Japanese, but it's right, still like." Right. That kanji literally is guy is outside, mm-hmm. and it's supposed it's supposed to be mm-hmm. guy kokujin. Guy koku mean koku is country, so outside country, right, country right. person, foreigner. Yeah. So they're outside of their country in China. I don't know. This just I'm explaining it too. No, I know what you mean. Right. Yeah. Right. To them, it's like oh, meeting all these people who are not Japanese. It's very interesting, but but they're saying foreigner technically. Foreigner. Right, which in yeah. that country they're the foreigner. <laughs> yeah. It's just, a, it's just, yeah, they're they they just don't know. It's just not in their like uh, zeitgeist or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, well, it's the same thing here in Korea. Like they'll refer to me as Weigukin, which is a form, basically the exact same thing as Gaijin. Yeah, but when I think about how they refer to each other, it all kind of makes sense because I don't fit into the Korean social hierarchy because, like in Japan. Everyone is either your older brother, your younger brother, your your uncle, your aunt, your grandmother, grandfather. Like they refer to everybody like, "Hey, brother," like, "Hey, sister." Uh, yeah, it's just how the language works or the culture or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, if you're foreign white guy, you don't really fit into that. Which you know, fair enough. <laughs> what can you do when the country is ninety nine percent that way? Exactly, ninety nine percent a certain race. It's just. It's very natural. I mean, if it was America, it'd be worse. So, sure, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, it's it's kind of amazing how tolerable they are. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know, considering everything. Right. Well, that's a country where if you are referring to, that's what makes it difficult with like, uh, I, I'm assuming with visas, it's like. You're never gonna be Japanese if you're a, if you got a permanent residence and you started telling people, "Oh, I'm Japanese." People would still be like, "No, but where are you from?" <laughs> I mean, yes, that's that's you'll never be Japanese. You'll never be you never be culturally Japanese, but or just there's there there is no ultimate is there is no there is no loophole really. But but I will say this: if you will be considered part of your immediate group especially yeah. if you speak japanese 
Sure. Like it, you could be accepted by your closest peers, basically, and that's that's the most you can hope for, I think, realistically. Sure. Like in America, like any fucking body, we're a whore, we're sluts in America. So America's a <laughs> slut. We take anybody. <laughs> which is which is good. I like it, but yeah. it's just not the same in Japan. Which also, like in the beginning, that was very difficult to get used to. Like even the most basic shit, like people like just saying gaijin to me immediately. Mm-hmm. Like I, I knew that obviously, but it's just like okay, I don't really need to hear that all the time. Yeah, right, right. And I don't know. I actually took offense to it for a while, but now I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's just. It's, I mean, it's like your title. It's yeah. I mean, you are a foreigner. I am a foreigner. I'm here. totally I mean, a foreigner in Japan, and yeah. totally obvious. But it, yeah. it's just like coming from America, you can't like, you can't make a judgment like that based on looks so fast. Like even like sure, by by outward appearance, you just cannot make that judgment. So it's right, right. That kind of stuff is something to get used to but it's fine it's you know what can you do like i said yeah right well it's one of the rare occasions that like a nationality well not rare but i mean you know it's a you know a, it's where the it it is a nationality and a race like uh, well i mean sci- you know? scientifically no sure so, yeah of course, of course scientifically or whatever the fuck that i mean you scientifically you can't really classify a race ultimately by dna or whatever but like, on top of that, I mean, what's the fucking difference between Japanese and Koreans? I mean, outside of culture. I mean, I feel like I can see... Even in their face? But does that classify as a race, though? No, it's just being separated for hundreds of years, but... I mean, ultimately, they fall into the Asian category. For yeah, me. yeah. I mean, we're talking, like, even Vietnamese. Like, okay, maybe Fil- Filipinos look different. A slightly different race, but um, yeah. like the, the Southeastern Asian is what they're called, I believe. Yeah, like, Southeast Asian. That's yeah. that's. I mean, Malaysian they look different, but mm-hmm. Korea, Chinese, Thai too, to a certain degree. Um, Japanese, yeah. they all look somewhat similar, and Japanese people probably taken offense to this, but oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's it's just yeah. like I mean, you know, yeah. that's just how I see it, and I I know, of course, the culture. Is fucking totally fucking different in every fucking country, but yeah, just as I'm just I'm making a judgment from just purely outward appearance, from my personal perspective and my experience. Let me just yeah. fucking <laughs> make a disclaimer right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's all good. I mean, all white people look the same. I mean, shit. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. It's just who gives a fuck. Yeah. It's like that Dave Chappelle thing. They get so offended if uh, Koreans call Japanese or vice versa. Oh, totally. But if yeah, you call I mean, if you call an American a German or or an American like a Australian or anything, and yeah, maybe they would be we'd be offended for Canadian for some reason. But <laughs> but I feel like I feel like if you mixed us up with any other country, we'd be like awesome. You wouldn't actually be offended for being called Canadian. You'd be like, oh, ha, ha, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be <laughs> like, you oh, like... that's a weird judgment call. <laughs> I mean, but it's a pretty logical one. I mean, they're a lot like North America. They're a mixture of 
many different people, predominantly European. Yeah, yeah. Mm. True, true. But yeah, I know the two of us, often people mistake us for European for some reason. I was going to bring that up, actually. Yeah, yeah I think, we get that I think a lot. Maybe, I think it's the way we dress, because we're not in cargo shorts and flip-flops. That must, that must be it, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean... But you don't have to go like far. You have to buy uniform. like you have to buy like some. Let's see, how, what do we wear? Like I wear Vans jeans, totally American, yeah. and sure. like okay, it may be H and M shirts. Yeah. yeah, and then like, but like skinny jeans, you know, skinny jeans, and, jeans. Yeah, and then I wear Vans all the time. People make fun of me yeah. for it, but what I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I wear. It's like okay, I guess I look. You're. I mean, I, I don't look like I'm from the fucking. I work on a farm. I'll tell you that much, but it's like sure. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, we don't we don't wear cargo shorts and shit. Yeah, but I swear I I don't know why that style has been so prolific, but I see it. I've been seeing it for the last ten years everywhere, and I can spot Americans or Canadians because of it. It's like cargo shorts, flip flops, baseball hat, probably backwards. <laughs> These, the thing is, like, I feel like these kind of guys, they just don't view, they don't they just, update, they don't, yeah, that, and they just <laughs> don't, they just don't see clothes as something that is supposed to be fashionable, it's just practicality, it's just like, these jeans are comfortable, these cargo shorts are comfortable, they got a big yeah. pocket so I can put my big ass phone in. But how much shit are you carrying? No, and that's the thing, most of them don't have shit in it. But yeah. I I think it's just practical. I just think it's practical, man. But yeah, it just looks like shit most yes. of the time. Yeah, no, we're the laughing stock of you know a lot of people because of that. Yeah, so just just like shit. Just spot them a mile away. Yeah, I kind of get my my vision skewed a bit living in LA though. Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's like New York. You know, people dress up. It's cosmopolitan. You gotta look good. It's like, a totally different universe. Totally different. And then when yeah. I went, when I go to like, <clears throat> when you visit Las Vegas, okay, that's yeah. Las Vegas. So it's kind of another subculture, but like, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what America's America like. looks like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I feel slightly shitty talking like this, but I feel like we're not wrong either. <laughs> it's it's my experience. That's all I can speak from. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's what I've noticed. Yeah, no, I I get that all the time. Like, oh, you're just, you know, generalizing, generalizing. Well, it's generalizing from what I experienced, what I've seen. You know, it's the average of... <laughs> you you get do you get from Koreans that you look European more often? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I get it from Japanese almost all the time. Yeah. I've all had some like swear I'm speaking with a British accent. I'm like nothing about my voice sounds British. <laughs> no, you're not speaking British. But some no. I remember like there was one girl, you know her, but I'm not gonna say her name. Uh she, in college she thought I was Australian for some reason. <laughs> and she was from Baltimore. And I don't know why she thought that. And oh, she said yeah, her. she said that she wasn't 
used to like a kind of sort of southern accent. What? It might have been thicker back in the day, but uh, now she's never experienced a southern accent ever. I don't know. She was kind of ridiculous. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what the deal was with that, but I mean that was an extreme case, I guess. Yeah. I could see you as an Australian with the hair and the kind of laid back attitude. You could. I try. I try to be laid back. <laughs> I could see it. Yeah. Just take up surfing, bro. I feel like European would be cooler, though. Sure. Yeah. You know. I got a few Australian friends, but not many. I had more in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, one, one dude I know out here is from Gold Coast, and he's a pretty cool bro. Yeah. They're all about the cargo shorts and flip-flops, too. Yeah, they can't say anything, bro. They don't have that fucking... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe, the, maybe the people in Sydney. Melbourne. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe Melbourne, but that's it. Yeah. As far as I can tell. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's just like, you can't... That that style's older than ten years. It's gotta be right. Yeah, like fifteen, twenty. Maybe. It was it was going on when we were in high school. High school. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, that which that that was like 20, 20 years ago that we started. Uh, no, so yeah, 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 we're thirty, yeah, yeah. so we're we're talking fifteen, sixteen years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thirty-one. Jeez. Yeah. Sometimes I I look at those people and I'm like. You couldn't have found a better option? <laughs> but it's just like, it's continued exactly the same for this many years. It's just going to like go under on the forever. radar, right? It's like yeah. the mid, the late 90s, just frozen in time. Yeah, what else, what else has lasted that long? Uh, Justin Timberlake? <laughs> I'm talking about clothes, style-wise. Uh, oh, I was thinking late 90s until now. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I'm just talking about... Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I mean, Jinko jeans went out, thank God. <laughs> that was the worst fucking style ever. Oh, yeah, the big, giant... God, what the fuck, dude? Pants. Yeah, that was... <laughs> that was the worst. That was the, probably the worst shit America <laughs> ever fucking produced. Those stupid-ass jeans. Yeah. With the chain, didn't it come with a chain? I don't know if it came with it, but it w they were called like mammoth or mastodon. It was some sort of like big ass elephant, like prehistoric name. Sure, yeah, it looks like a big elephant's foot. Yeah, yeah, the mammoth jeans or something. Yeah, what was that supposed to fit in with? Was that like raver kids or what was that? It was, I believe, it was mainly the raver scene. Okay, well, that was all ridiculous. That was, like, they had, like, pacifiers and shit. Yeah, right. Well, that was because of the drugs. doing, like... Yeah, right. I guess, but just fucking take the drug. Don't put a fucking pacifier in your mouth. Well, it's so they don't grind their teeth, I think, right? Is that what that shit was for? It was for something like that. God, is there no better Not alternative, exactly. though? So, all... That was... <laughs> that. They're so saying everybody that did E at those raves were... Yeah. Were, were, did a pacifier thing. Yeah, I believe, I mean, don't quote me on it, but I believe that's what it was for. Okay. 
I don't know anything about that scene. I was more into like rock and <laughs> rap somewhat, so I just sure, sure. wasn't into the fucking Oh, I was never into it either. I just Yeah. Believe I remember hearing that tidbit of information. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. How do you feel about Batman vs. Superman, bro? Looks good. Uh I'm I don't know much about as much about the DC universe as you do. Uh-huh. But, um, this isn't the one where Superman becomes like a tyrant and wears like the black suit, is it? No, that's there's a comic of where that happens a few times, but uh, he does, Superman is apparent. Uh, like no one knows for sure because no one's seen the whole movie except for the people that made it. But yeah, it's more than likely that's not going to be the case. Oh, okay. So why does Batman want to fight him? Uh, because. He believes that he caused the destruction at the end of Man of Steel, which basically he did. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, he thinks that it was it maybe it might have been on purpose, or it's just a it's just a really powerful being that he can't trust. Right, right. I think that's how they're they're doing it, and probably Lex Luthor is going to be kind of orchestrating at least part of it. Mm, like, okay. like maybe playing that. both sides, yeah. Sure, sure. There was supposedly a standing ovation at a cast and crew screening. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> Zack Snyder said recently uh, he feels like maybe the superhero genre is going to go away at some point soon, but his, but his movies transcend the superhero genre. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe I don't know I don't see it totally going away there's so much talk about that I think it's because it's like a genre that came out of nowhere I mean well I think it's just finally the technology I mean the comics existed and those were pretty much like storyboards ready to go I know that's the thing stories that everybody knew I think just finally the technology got good enough to where these movies weren't laughable and Jon Favreau found the tone in Iron Man Sure. Yeah. He's the one that engineered that shit, really. And maybe yeah. Kevin Feige, but that Iron Man that was made before they were at Disney, so they were just kind of on their own almost. Yeah. Well, also not to neglect like Nolan and Schneider, kind of giving a more dark tone. Iron Man's still kind of, you know, bigger than life and kind of, you know, whimsical. That's that's fantastical. <laughs> That's the tone they want, and it's it's working out. I mean, some people don't like it. Like, my brother doesn't like it mostly, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, it works for, like, Avengers. Yeah. I mean, how gritty uh, do you want it? Batman's gritty. That makes sense. Yeah, of course, of course. And even people complain about Man of Steel being really gritty, but, I mean, some of the comics have been fairly dark in the past, so it's just, yeah. to me... It seemed like most people complaining about Man of Steel, a lot of it had to do with them not only knowing Christopher Reeves and, oh, and yeah. his movies. Sure. And, no, I liked it. I liked the gritty tone because otherwise Superman is just kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, he made it He made it interesting for, for people that weren't normally in a Superman. Yeah. My brother said the same thing. Like those earlier movies? Like the ones they made... Like in what two thousand or whatever, those were just God. Those were just unwatchable. Superman Returns. 
Yeah, whatever they were, yeah. I, you know what? I didn't hate Superman Returns, but I definitely see that there was a lot of problems with it. More yeah. than more than Man of Steel, but I definitely like Man of Steel way more. Oh yeah, yeah, Man of Steel's good. Yeah, it's really blue. They might could do something about that. <laughs> we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. There's like so much movie. controversy around Man of Steel, and if DC could pull this shit off, and I don't know. It's I think, I think they'll do it. Uh, one thing I will say. Um, Wonder Woman, she's hot and all, but god damn, she's so skinny. I cannot buy her as, like, some super being. <laughs> that's that's part of the problem with the casting, I think. Yeah, she is she's tiny. She's tiny, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gal Gadot. Yeah, she's hot, don't get me wrong. She's totally hot, but she, they, her arms, like, I could wrap my, you know, I could put my hand around her arm, her forearm. <laughs> yeah, they should have gotten somebody like Xena. Lucy yeah, Lawless. Yeah. But, you know, let's see how she acts. Maybe she's a badass when she acts. I mean... Yeah, maybe. Yeah, she's... <laughs> she's just, like, pencil thin, man. I know. She's a model. She was mainly a model. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Israeli. Yeah. She was somewhat famous. Totally hot. Israel, yeah. But not warrior status. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Supposedly, she's the one that has the idea for uniting them and forming the Justice League. That's the rumor. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So what? What's Wonder Woman's deal? Does she come from another universe or something, or what's? She's always been a bit difficult because she is basically mainly Greek. She's a, like has a she like her mother's Hippolyta and like. Athena's in the mix, and like it's a Greek god mythology thing. She's from an island of only women mm. because they've sworn off men thinking that they're weak, and can, like regular men that aren't like superheroes, they are weak. Mm -hmm. yeah. These these Amazons. So, and in this series, it look it seems like she might be like n not immortal, but like she's lived a long time. That's the big okay. rumor. Because sure, they're sure. saying that the Wonder Woman solo movie that they're about to film will be a period piece for World War One. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, around the time of feminism start just starting up. Oh, okay. okay. So that's she's going to be storming like Turkish trench lines or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the exact story, but it's it's starting up, man. It's about to start. So they're going to film in like mostly Europe. It seems like like. Ireland and Greece, maybe? Yeah. You getting that static? No, what's that? Sounds like a little bit of a fan. Oh, that might be... Oh, it's going away. Computer fan, maybe? Yeah, I can hear that. Is that yours or mine? No, mine's not going up. Mm, maybe mine. Okay, anyway, so... Uh... Yeah, they all they apparently all show up. Like even the Flash has like a one scene cameo. Cyborg, Aquaman, Aquaman, they're all in it. Aquaman, why do we really need Aquaman? <laughs> I would watch the fuck out of it, man, with David with Jason Momoa. That guy's a badass. Uh, yeah, but still Aquaman. I'm dude. I'm okay with it. I'd totally watch it. <laughs> Can he do stuff out of the water? He's he's like bulletproof and almost as strong as Superman. Even out yeah, of the water. 
Okay, and let me guess, he's from like Atlantis or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay, of course, <laughs> yeah. It's Atlantis and then Greek, the, yeah, the Greek stuff with Wonder Woman, it, they, it's all stolen from mythology, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, there was some rumor about Wonder Woman being more, being a Kryptonian and tying her more into Superman in the DC Universe for the movies. But See, I believe, more sense to me. yeah, but that would really rile up a lot of one, like Wonder Woman fans and shit. And mm -hmm. it would basically make her a Supergirl in a way. So I think uh -oh. they're, they're probably going to steer away from that. It's what it's seeming like anyway. Yeah. One of the things that's really interesting about that though, is that they're using the thing that people bitched about the most with Man of Steel as the basis for Batman hating Superman. What's that? The buildings falling down in the last fight. Wait, why? Why were people bitching about that? The whole internet went fucking insane over it, man. Like, that's that movie's polarizing as hell. Like, people that they were why people, were they upset about that? They were upset because it, Superman seemed to not care about casualties during the fight. Oh, <laughs> well, that was the big thing. I mean. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> then again, I mean, that other guy was going to fuck shit up regardless. That's the thing. You're exactly right. And yeah. my other thing is that, like, he just put on the cape, like, a day before, maybe? Yeah, right. He didn't right. know how to fucking do any of that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've never fought before, and especially on a scale like that, you're going to make some mistakes. Sure. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. People yeah. just unfairly judge that shit. Like, how much destruction was in Avengers? How much was in Transformers? How much was in a bunch of other, like, sci-fi movies in the city? But then when Superman does it, everyone loses their shit over it. Why is that? Yeah. Well, especially Transformers. That was, like, fucking... <laughs> I guess everybody everything. just subconsciously holds it to a different standard, maybe. I guess, maybe, yeah. You know, I I think that's the case. Because you're still thinking about the Christopher Reeve? Yeah, and this is another theory I saw online, but, like, Batman kind of went from Adam West to Tim Burton to Nolan, essentially. Yeah. With, with Schumacher there, too, obviously, but... Right. So there was, like, more of a... There was... From campy to totally realistic, there was a step in between with Tim Burton. Mm -hmm. Tim Burton, yeah. But Superman never had that. He sure, went from totally sure. campy Reeve to snapping necks. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> so that's what put a lot of people's panties in a bunch. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I was never the biggest Superman fan. So, I don't know. This kind of made it more appealing to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what happened with a lot of people. Yeah. But that's going to be like my most looked forward to movie is, is that one. Yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm calling it like you called Star Wars last time. Oh, yeah. This one's going to be amazing.
Yeah, Star Wars is my my most anticipated of the year, for sure. And then Suicide Squad's after that, like after Batman Superman. Yeah, you know, I could take that or leave it. I'll see. Really, I'm into well, it. I mean, I don't I don't know much about it. I just know like a bunch of villains get together and <laughs> do stuff, right? I think it's going to be a good opportunity for them to, like, uh, what do you call it? For them to humanize a bunch of bad guys all at once. Like the Joker and Harley Quinn? The Joker, I think, will be an exception. I think it, he he's <laughs> going to be, like, he can't really human... Well, they might. They did humanize him a bit in the, in the killing joke, but uh, uh. he might be an exception. He's actually not in, even in the Suicide Squad. He's just in that movie. Oh, okay. He's not in the squad. Sure, okay. Because him working with other people just wouldn't make sense. It'd be totally <laughs> out of character. <laughs> Is Batman present in this movie? Yes. Suicide Squad? Yes. Oh. Does he have a big role in it? Or? The rumor is that he has. he's the one that locked them all away. Sure, yeah. And there is a scene where he's chasing down the Joker in a car... like. He's on top of the Joker's car, and Harley Quinn's in the car. And Ben Affleck yeah. was shown to be on set, and uh, yeah, he has a role. Oh, so this is tying into Zack Snyder's Batman? Oh, yeah, they're totally going balls deep. Oh, okay, alright. This, this happens after Man, Batman vs. Superman, I guess. Okay, okay. In the trailer, too, there's a... A Robin suit in the background with scars on it, or with uh, mm. scuff marks or whatever, and they, and it's like basically, yeah. In this storyline, Robin's already dead. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need Robin. <laughs> totally dead. So, yeah. uh, and probably the Joker killed him. Sure. And, yeah. and you know, there's no, there's no Gordon in this one. Gordon's already okay. dead too. Probably it's oh. what, it, what it seems like, yeah. Hmm. In this storyline, Batman is a veteran that's been fighting for like twenty years in the streets. Yeah. So it's another good contrast between him being seasoned and Henry Cavill, Superman, being a noob. So this is like a long time after uh, Batman versus Superman. I think it's going to start out like right after it, or maybe oh, okay. or two. But. but Batman's been in going this... on for a while. Like, in the storyline, he, he's he's already got some gray hair. So how could it be right after Batman vs. Superman? Because is this the first time this Batman puts on the suit? No, 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 no. In this, in this new DC universe, Batman's been going for a while, and then Man of Steel happens, and Superman shows up out of nowhere. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. That's the yeah. idea. Okay. And Snyder said that in in the um, in the panel at Comic Con, he said that <clears throat> the simplest way they could deal with Metropolis and Gotham is have them like Oakland and San Francisco, where there's just a river okay. in, in between it. You literally take a ferry from Metropolis to Gotham. Oh wow! Yeah, they're right on top of each other, basically. Oh yeah, I guess they never really established where those cities are. Yeah, they always kept it. Uh, ambiguous but supposedly metropolis is new york right and got from chicago right 
Gotham is actually in New Jersey, but it's a much bigger city. It's like it's never been really defined. Like even okay. like the creator of uh Bat, one of the creators of Batman, Bob Kane, he uh he said that Gotham is New York at night and Metropolis is New York during the day. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. basically the idea. And also Metropolis is partially based on Toronto. Really? How? Because one of the creators was born in Canada, was born in Toronto. Uh-huh. Okay. They made the character in Ohio, but he was uh, Canadian born, one of them. Mm. Yeah. Anything in particular that ties it to Toronto? I think that might be an overall look type of feel or they always, well, they want to make Metropolis seem like the city of tomorrow, like slightly futuristic. Yeah. Whereas Gotham is like art deco, you know, right. Kind of. That's what made me think Chicago all the time. Also, that's where they filmed the uh, Nolan version, right? Yeah. They filmed most of it there. Yeah. Yeah. And in Detroit, this one, Gotham was filmed in Detroit. Most, Most of it was filmed in Detroit. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, City and under, dis- you know, experienced a lot of destruction. Yeah, dilapidated Art Deco. Yeah. Kind of feel. Be perfect. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so how does, um, how does the show Gotham tie into all this? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> okay. DC is not following the Marvel thing where know, everything Marvel makes is ties in. No, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gotham, it has some good parts to it, but it just seems like, um, what's his name? The older guy is just phoning it in. Uh, Donald Logue. Is he the one playing Gordon? No, the older guy. The one playing uh, Bullock? Uh, the gangster. Oh, Bullock? I think Bullock, right? Yeah, the partner, right? Yeah, older bearded partner. <laughs> just seems like he's phoning it in. Uh, I mean, I, I maybe I don't know. I didn't have too big of a problem with him. But. Did you like the show? Yeah, it's all right. It has its moments. Yeah, I, it's it's all right. It's just weird <laughs> seeing a whole show with Batman's villains, but no Batman. It's just so strange. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird that they're all growing up at the same time and just keep running into each other. Yeah, and like little Catwoman <laughs> watching the murder of the Waynes. It's just so It that's just not in the comics. Like that was the first time that ever happened. Right, right, right. To my yeah. knowledge. So it's just that was weird and like Well, like the the best thing about it was the fucking um Penguin's rise to power, that whole shit. Right, right, yeah, that's kind of the big overarching storyline, yeah. yeah. Other than Gordon, it's kind of like Penguin and Bruce, of course, but... Yeah. Seemed to focus a lot on uh, the Penguin. He was the best of the show, though, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Do you watch The Flash? Nah. Uh, Dude, I actually recommend it, man. Yeah? It's good, it is good. Is that one of those uh, WB ones? It's a CW one, but it is actually CW, good. Dude. Yeah, yeah, maybe might check it out. <clears throat> it's better than the Arrow, actually, in my opinion. <laughs> it's it's like they don't care how cheesy they are. They're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna show you how cool being cheesy is." 
yeah. And they they kind of succeed, dude. It's yeah. All it's right. it's kind of weird how successful they are at it. <laughs> They're like cheesy Silver Age comics. Fuck yeah. it, let's do it, bro. Let's do it, right? <laughs> that's yeah. kind of how it is. <laughs> yeah, it seems like one of those shows where like anybody with a little bit of training can become like a total badass within like a couple months. Kind of, well, right. the, well, in that show, there was like a big like like a large hadron collider type thing that exploded in the middle of the city and that's what caused the yeah. flash to be flash but also all the other villains that got superpowers they all got them at the same time from the same okay, accident okay. so it's a bunch of superpowered people running around uh flash's city is called central city also fake and uh okay sure <laughs> of course yeah and uh, but it's like directly connected to Arrow and all their characters, like flip flop from you know an Arrow character will pop up one week, and it's I don't know, dude. It is it's kind of fun. It's a fun show. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I remember you explaining some of Arrow to me, and it just seemed like okay, he banged this girl, and then she became this super villain, and then he banged this yeah. girl, yeah, and she became. This person's He fucked he like every girl on the show, dude. <laughs> Except for and, his sisters. I mean, are superpowers like transferred sexually? There's gonna be a BuzzFeed article about it, dude. <laughs> yeah, coming out tomorrow. Totally. Yeah. That's. I mean, it's just. I don't know, dude. Arrow's weird because they they don't know if they want to be the Flash or if they want to be Batman. Like, mm. it's kind of caught between being gritty and cheesy. And it, it's, that's the thing about The Flash. It's like, it's almost like they know who they are. Sure. It's like, we know we're kind of stupid. Why don't you, <laughs> why don't you own it, Arrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's The Flash. I mean, it's got to be a bit corny. He's just a dude that runs really fast. It's so weird how well they made it work, though. It's so crazy. Yeah. And Mark mm. Hamill had an episode in it, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, because he was, was he? he was a, a character that's kind of like the Flash's Joker, called the Trickster. <laughs> it's just lazy. <laughs> they were they weren't too creative back then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Trickster. Yeah, the Trickster. But the thing is, what he does play- the Trickster do? <clears throat> he just placed like deadly tricks on people. Uh, it's so much like the Joker, but he's he's a little bit. The Joker seems like a serial killer. Where, yeah, here's the difference: the Joker's like a serial killer, and the Trickster's like a terrorist. Okay, that's kind of the difference. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, it's he played that character in the '90s Flash show. There was a night. There was a '90s Flash. I think I remember that, yeah. Ran for like a season, and, and he was in it. And I think oh, really? because he had a really good trickster voice, WB noticed or something, and they were like, oh, you, what about you do the Joker? Or do a vo- do some voices for the Batman animated series for us. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was always the Joker, yeah. There was some connection between that Flash episode and him doing the animated series, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Good. I'm glad he's getting work. <laughs> I mean, he's got a fucking big movie now too. Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh. Do you watch regular show? No. 
It's well, I've seen to... a few that you we watched. I love that shit, man. He's a he's a uh, character on there as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. But uh, yeah, Flash I recommend for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like sounds like a good show. It's not too far removed from Power Rangers, actually, but it's uh, <laughs> it's still worth a view. Did you like Power Rangers when you were growing up? Hell yeah, I did. Oh man, even as a kid, I was like, "What? Come on!" Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man, I was I was ten when it came out, so I was totally into it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't eleven. Know. I, just... I was eleven. Eleven, yeah. I don't know. Just didn't resonate with me. <laughs> I, I loved Karate Kid and like martial arts shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I right. like the I like the big monsters. I, it was it was martial arts and robots, dude. It was just <laughs> I knew it was. I think even as a kid, I could tell it was a bit cheesy, but I still didn't give a shit. Yeah, I just couldn't get over that cheese factor. Even at eleven, like it was obviously dubbed. Yeah, that shit drove yeah. me nuts, man. The yeah. dubbing, and then the monsters—they always like. And they would like appear in a puff of smoke, and then they'd have some monologue, and they would just like kick, and <laughs> throw punches while they're giving their monologue. Dude, it just the thing about that original original series was the fight scenes, and even the the evil person Rita Repulsa was her name. She, yeah. her all those were Japanese parts, and that were and Rita Repulsa was dubbed, right, and. Right, right. The fighting was all Japanese. All it was already filmed in Japan, and all they right, filmed right. was like the American crew talking, basically, and them fighting outside of their suits. So it was yeah. a super cheap show to make, and then it totally. then it became the biggest hit of the '90s for kids before Pokemon, I guess. Right. And uh, I don't know. I remember. Okay, you remember Pete and Pete, right? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay, so Pete and Pete from Nickelodeon, right? So there was a yeah. there was an action figure they put on a roof of a car. Uh, that was a Power Rangers action figure, and it weirded me the fuck out when I was a kid because <laughs> I knew Pete and Pete was made before Power Rangers. Ah. So I was like, how'd they get this fucking toy from the show I watch four or five years ago? And it was because just some Japanese, it was a Japanese version of the toy that they picked up before they knew yeah. it was going to be a big thing. Huh. But it really fucked with me as a kid. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I knew crazy. that character. Yeah. I mean, I was a, dude, I was a fan until probably the movie came out. And then shortly after the movie, and then I, I guess I gave it up, but I was, I was pretty big into it for a while. Uh, what was the movie? Was that the one with the purple dude that looks like the new apocalypse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody remembered. I even loved Power Rangers back then, but I didn't remember what the alien looked like. The villain. Oh, yeah. 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 What's happening? Um, shit. <laughs> what? I can't hear you. Huh? I could. Oh, I was just saying. Yeah, don't worry about. It. Okay. Close my window. But yeah, man. Um. That that's. Sh... I got made fun of too for liking it when I was a kid, but I was like, I'm in fifth grade, bro. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's totally cool. I kind of shrugged it off. But I remember being in fifth grade and being made fun of by other fifth graders. Oh, really? Yeah. What else was big at the time? Like X-Men, I guess? The animated series? But I feel like... I didn't feel like a lot of people watched that. I didn't... I don't remember ever talking about it with friends. I definitely did. Yeah, I don't know. I remember the trading cards were always big. I had the cards too, cards. but I remember being made fun of at the time because they weren't sports cards. <laughs> oh, <right>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. My, my school, that was big. Everybody was trading them. I wasn't in a school with... This was before nerd stuff got big and it was yeah. people just thought it was stupid. Uh, yeah. Weird. But I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's one thing uh, the Superhouse crew all had in common. None of us gave a shit about sport. No, we totally didn't. I remember um, Joey talking about that too. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, Joey seems like a guy that would maybe like sport. I could see him being into like... He's to- he totally doesn't though. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. He watches every single thing else on TV. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like a media hound, man. Oh, totally. Yeah. Maybe that's what united us. <laughs> was uh, yeah, was that stuff? <laughs> Dude, I'm about to head off, man. Any uh, parting remarks or? Um, Any talk about Satan or anything? No, nothing new with Satan. Okay, he's just always there. Yeah, he's he's always there in my heart. (laughs) Hell, Satan, you know. (laughs) No, I'm I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, (laughs) nothing terribly new. I feel like we there needs to be some more meat on this. I wouldn't release an episode two just this stuff today i don't know it's up we'll to you see. i'll i'll edit it and i'll send it to you and we'll see okay all right uh yeah the time zone thing is kind of a kind of a pain in the ass well i'm we'll sure we'll figure it out. It out yeah but we're taking a break for two weeks so there's that all right oh yeah yeah uh, hit me up in japan when you let me know what's going yeah. on yeah I'm going to be in Fukuoka on the 23rd. Okay, cool. So, yeah, 23rd. And in the morning of the 24th. Cool. Post picks. I'm excited to see what you'll see. Yeah, it'll be my first time. So I love so much. <laughs> see it through your eyes, Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the pictures for you, Johnson. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay, dude. Uh, that's it, bro. All right. Signing off. Chill. Peace. Later. Later. Hail Satan.